Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Antigua and Barbuda, Freetown, St. Phillips, Willikes, Liberta, St. John's, Yorks. Good morning, St. Kitts and Nevis. Good morning, Anguilla. Good morning, Jamaica, Dominica, St. Croix, St. Thomas. Good morning, the U.S. Virgin Islands. And good morning to the United States. This is Dr. Eureta Taylor, author of His Strength in My Weakness, A Journey of Brokenness, Breakthrough, and Transformation. My book can be found on ZulonPress.com, Amazon.com, and BarnesandNoble.com. And if you're in Antigua, please feel free to pick up a copy at Best of Books or the Methodist Bookshop. Thank you everyone for tuning in. This is a beautiful day that God have made. The sun is out, it's shining bright. Thank you, Lord, for another day. Last week, I spoke about lies that we tell in order to get into a relationship with someone. Today, I'm going to take a different angle on it, um, a spiritual angle. In the Bible, it mentions being equally yoked. So today, that's the angle we're going to take. Because when we get into relationship with someone, if we're Christians, we have to be very careful because not everyone believes in God. Not everyone believes there is a God. And sometimes, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. Sometimes it's really hard to try to live with someone who's a Christian, never mind a non-Christian. Today I'm going to display a scenario for you. We have John and we have Sue. Sue is a churchgoer. She goes to church. She believes in God. She's trying to do the Christian walk as best as she can. Then she met John. John is not a believer. He doesn't go to church. But because he wants to be with Sue, he portrays this picture that he goes to church. So he might attend church just to please her, to be with her. Then they get married, and John decides, you know what? I'm not going to go to church anymore. I did that so I could be with Sue. I wanted a church girl because church go girls are more likely to be a good wife, uh, one who will be faithful to me and do, you know, the wifely thing, cook and clean and make my babies, and she won't be out there being promiscuous. So his idea of... Uh, of being with Sue was based on what he sees through his own eyes. So then they're married and he decided, well, he's not going to go to church anymore because first of all, in his mind, there is no God. I did this for Sue. I got Sue. I am not stepping into a church again. So he didn't. Problems arise in the relationship as it does in any relationship. And while Sue is believing that God will change things, the, when she comes up with, you know, um, she's going to church, John might be against it because he's not going to church. He doesn't believe in God, so he might not want her to go. Now remember, marriage is a God's idea. It is not the devil's idea. This is what God wants for us. So in order for our marriages to work, we need to have God in the midst of it. So Sue is looking to God to help her with the problems of relationship. And John is not on the same page because John is not a believer. Now, do you see the problem that that's arising here? 
And he might even be someone who is overpowering Sue with his ideas because when you live out in the world the devil will give you enormous strength when you're trying to do something that makes him happy he'll put all kind of ideas into your head oh you need to sit her down you need to put her into her place and this type of situation arises so now sue wants to go to god to help with the marriage and john is against it christian counselor is out of the question because john is against it so what happens here now is sue is in a marriage not equally yoked and it was it, it had been falsified from the beginning because john portrayed himself to be someone who know and believe that there is a god so now she's in a marriage that it's not working there's problems now what do you do now since it's a scenario i can't tell sue to divorce john i would not tell her that but what i can say for people out there who are getting into relationships, who are getting married, who are thinking about entwining themselves with someone for the rest of their life. We have to be careful on who we choose to be our partners because sometimes the eyes see things that is not necessarily there. But because there is a God that knows everything and knows everyone, he will tell you things. He will lay it on your conscience, the things that you cannot see, or he will have someone come and tell you. So we cannot get too caught up in our feelings, our body feelings, because we're human and life is short, so we have to enjoy life. And then we're going to cry that we're so unhappy. God meant for all of us to be happy. Not everyone that is on earth is for me. And I'm not for everyone. Not everyone that out there is for you. He made someone especially for you. Just like he made Eve for Adam, he made someone for you. So just because that person looks good and talks good, because we have seen so many times where there's pastors out there and they are preaching the word of God and their heart is so far from God. That's the same thing for the non-preachers. They will say what you want to hear because they know how to get you. And the devil is using them to say the right words. And then they get you. And then they try to change you to conform to who they want you to be. But what about that person that God say you are? Don't be so quick to get into relationship because you don't want to be by yourself. You're lonely and you need someone there. Because it's better to be by yourself most of the times than to be entwined with someone who is not on the, the same page with you. They don't have the same spiritual belief. They can't go to God with you because they're not believing with you. You're sick and the doctor does say you have two months to live. They can't intercede on your behalf. And if they try to intercede, you then ask yourself, who are they praying to? Are they praying to the one and only true God, the healer that can heal me? So when the doctor say you have two months to live, that your partner is interceding on your behalf and say, doctor, you are wrong. The only doctor that I'm going to listen to is the heavenly father, Lord Jesus Christ. So we have to be careful and mindful of who we connect our spirits and our souls with. Because like I said, not everyone that look good is good and just because they look good and it's good does that mean that it's for you 
So let's not try to deceive people being deceptive and saying that we believe in God. We are Christians. And then when the time come to be tested, when your faith is tested, when your marriages are tested, that that person is now holding your hand and praying with you. Forever since I've, I've known myself, I've heard a family that pray together, stay together. If you are a Christian, if you are a believer, if you believe that there's only one true God, you want to entwine your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body with someone who feels the same way, not someone who's deceptive in line and just try to be with you because you look good, you smell good, you have a nice car, nice house. No, you want that person that when the chips come falling down and they do, that that person is holding your hand and helping you through it. You're believing together. Your faith is made stronger together and you're looking to God together. Because listeners, bad times come. And I've always known that those are the times where people see God in those bad moments when you have no money, when you're hungry, when you have no transportation to get from point A to point B, when you have a transportation, but you have no gas in your car, when the friends stab you in the back, when you have no friends, when family turn against you. We are known to go to God in the bad times. So you want someone, your partner, to be able to go to God with you because that's what strengthens your relationship. We do not have marriages if God is not in the midst because the devil will step in every chance he gets. So you want to be stronger. Two are supposed to be better than one. And when two are joined together and you become one, God is the glue that will keep you together. So that person that's going to lie and say, I'm a Christian. Their walk has to be aligned with their words. If their words and their walk are not aligned, run. Because when problems come, when the chips fall, you want that person to hold your hand and hold you up. So you want to see that truth, that person for who they are before you say, I do. And don't be so blinded just because you want to be with someone. Because it's better that you're by yourself than to be with someone who's going to lie their way into relationship and pretend to be something that they're not. Listeners, we have to be more mindful of the people that we choose to be with. Because... Though they say life is short, life can be enjoyed too. It can be enjoyed. Father God, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for today, dear God. We thank you that you give us warning signs and you use people to tell us what we need to do and what we need to stay away from, the things that we don't need to do. We thank you that you see and you know everything. Father God, we give you all the praise and all the glory because you are the only one and true God. Father God, we just thank you for everything you've done, everything you're doing and everything you're getting ready to do. We love you and we praise you. We thank you, dear God. In Jesus' name I pray. Listeners, life is to be enjoyed. Marriages are good. 
God wants us to be married. He wants us to be in healthy relationships. So let's start off on the right foot and being truthful. Let's be truthful to each other because we always say we don't like people that lies, that tell us lies. So let's not start off with a lie. Let's start off by being truthful so we could have better and more healthy relationships. Thank you for tuning in once again. Be blessed and have a great day. Thank you.